It's the start of a big week in the great north. The men in Toronto and the women in Montreal. A combined 1,000-level event as we work our way towards the U.S. Open later this month. Here's what's coming up on TC Live. A royal visit north of the border does not end well for Queen V. Madison Keys is advancing in Montreal. Plus a thriller between this year's breakout star, our own Chris Eubanks, and Lamolf. It would go the distance in Toronto. We will hear from the winner. Three and a half years, a husband and two children later, another one of our own. Caroline Wozniacki returning to the tour will break down her big match on Tuesday. Come on in to our studios here in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman, happy to be back alongside former top tenor fan favorite Andrea Petkovic. Good to have you back. Hi. And appearing on the big screen, former Canadian Masters champion as well as Hall of Famer, it is the great Andy Roddick. They finally put the three of us together. We've been waiting a while for this. Yeah, the two Andys and you. The two, the two Andys and me. It's an Andy sandwich. And I, and I will take the meat of it. That, that, is, that is good to go. We got a That's lot of it. highlights to get to today. And we start with a big one. The night session in Toronto. Wildcard Milos Raonic, the 2013 runner-up Andy Roddick, returning to the event for the first time since 2019, taking on top 10 American Francis Tiafo. Yeah, and stuff got weird, Steve, right here. I don't know the rules. This was shocking to me, but I promise you I would argue for my side of it. Francis runs one down, hits a great shot, but obviously leans over the net, Steve, right? So 13-all, yep. correct? Right? Right? Wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> Apparently, you only play it to the single stick or something. That's exactly right. A lot right. of confusion. Peco, you were all over this. I had this happen to me once before, so I do know that the part of the net between the post and the single stick in a singles match basically does not exist. So we have to imagine that it's invisible and not even there. So Tiafo Roddick yeah, would we... take that first set. And we finally get back to it. And I, Steve, I was amazed all night at the composure of, of Milos Raonic. He's been short on matches the last couple of years, been battling some injuries. Uh, you could tell he was fatigued. He was gutsy to get through that second set, down a mini break in that second set breaker. Stayed in, gets the break early in the third set. You can see him look at his box and go, this could be real. And absolutely pumped some aces in that last game. Heck of a win for Milos Round. It's a guy who's worked very hard to get back. You can see the release, uh, the relief on his face. Great win for Milos. Huge win. First hardcore tournament in more than two years. And then, how about Tennis Channel's own Chris Eubanks? He's at his career high 29 in the world, 12 and 3 in his last four events, but taking on Gael Malfis, who will always put on a show, Roddick. Yeah, not sure if we knew it. Gael Monfils is going to do two things in match. He's going to run some balls down. He might double fall when he's trying to serve out the second set, but he's going to move, he's going to run, and he's going to yell at some people in the crowd. That is what we have grown to love from Monf. But Eubanks saves a bunch of match points. Don't one-handed backhands just look cooler when they work? Unbelievable. Nice little volley. Serving volley here. You can tell Eubanks in form, confident, has had a bunch of matches behind him. But Monf put on a show in this third set. Steve running mm. balls down, letting people see him at full stretch. I love to see that smile. We have seen that for 20-some-odd years now. The guy can move, played a great third set here, was the better player for the entire match. Eubanks tried to make a play to sneak one out. 
Mumphies look great tonight, Steve. Made just 20 unforced errors to Eubanks 62. Let's hear from Lamont. It was a tough match as well. Um, I picked up uh, a little bit confident uh, last week. So, uh, you know, always to beat uh, good players, you know, it's, uh, it means something. So, you know, it was really tough. Uh, I had to refocus, you know, simple stuff. Um, have quit feet again, you know, making play be a bit more aggressive. I was very tense and let him dictate too much and uh, you know I tried to be tougher and uh, you know I was happy with uh, the speed on the court you know and then uh, I felt that like my cover was uh, was a key today. I mean arguably the most athletic player to ever play the sport of tennis still has that hey, speed hey, hey. at this age. Are you we... say that while Andy Roddick is looking on from the hot behind? <laughs> And that tells you everything right there. <laughs> I didn't say serve. I said athletic. That's I am an, an athlete, not the athlete. Uh, I, I watched I watched Monfils here play this match and dig it out. And you see some of the points he comes up with. And I'm amazed anyone has ever hit a winner against the guy. He can get sideline to sideline in about three steps. You'd love the way he engaged with the crowd. Typical Monfils fashion up. Let's it go, double faults, gives it away in the second set, but then comes back in spectacular fashion. Yeah, I mean, he plays tennis like a heart rate monitor, but I'm here for it. What stood out to you from Gal Malfis in this match? Well, I think that his form was impeccable. He was playing, and he said it right, so he was the better player on the court throughout the entire match. But the lack of match play does come through, and when he was able to serve it out, when he had those chances to close it out in straight sets, he got a little tense. He got nervous. You could just see the tension rising in his body language and in his face. So it was a tremendous effort to come back from that, to play such a great third set, and still manage to save some sort of energy with kind of a quick third set in the end. Yeah, he said he's gotten some confidence from making the round of 16 in D.C., and now he gets Stefano Tsitsipas next, the Los Cabos champion. Meantime, on the women's side, we had Sloane Stevens in action, taking on Angelina Kalinina, meeting for the third time. Stevens, some good memories here. Andrea was the runner-up in Montreal back in 2018. And that was an incredible match that she lost very closely to Simona Halep. And this match right here is a really, really important one for Sloane to win. Kalinina is a great player. She was in the finals of Rome earlier this year, another Masters 1000. She had to retire in the finals, and ever since then, she has looked a little bit wobbly. But still, she's a fantastic player, a very dangerous player. And Sloan actually served for the match at 6-4, 5-3, couldn't quite take it, but then played a great, great tiebreak. And some of the foot speed that Sloan is known for, she showed it off and then took it in another tiebreak. Easy. Right? Yeah, we talk about athleticism. I mean, Sloan Stevens right up there. Broke seven times, won more than 70% of the points returning second serve. She's got Vika Azarenka next. All eyes, though, on this matchup. Couple former finalists here. The legend, Venus Williams on the far side, in with a wild card, taking on Madison Keys. Well, Venus came out in great style, red lips, red dress. She was there to. To make it hard for Keys, Keys has been playing well. She played two great matches in Washington, D.C., and she was the better player today. Venus with flashes of brilliance, but Keys was just too powerful from the baseline. She was just dictating play, making Venus run. But then this game, that was a hard stopper. Keys had seven match points. This is an incredible shot to bring up the seventh match point, but she couldn't convert and had to go to another service game and then with a wobbly little left hip 
she still managed to serve it out on the ninth match point. Took a late medical timeout in that match right before she was able to close it out in straight sets. Keys had made the quarterfinals in her last three tournaments, Andy, but a reaction on both sides. First starting with Venus Williams, who made Madison Keys play nine match points before closing it out. Yeah, listen, Madison was having a hard time getting it across the finish. Venus Williams, having accomplished as much as Wimbledon's, a couple U.S. Opens, you know, all of these things. Her best tennis, she knows it's behind her. And not being able to get in and out of the corners like she would like, has to play offensively the whole time, but still competing there at the end, still treating it as if it's her first match that she's ever played on tour. Uh, I, I love watching, even though it, it sometimes looks like a struggle now, I still love the, 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 the chess match with her trying to compete, trying to problem solve for Madison Keys, Madison getting tight, Venus taking advantage. It was, it was just really fun to watch, even though it was slow tennis uh, maybe on both sides uh respect for what venus is doing and and how hard she's still competing it's amazing it's so amazing to see venus out there competing at this level how worried are you about madison keys moving forward taking that medical time out late and looking a little wobbly there at the end well i really hope it's nothing bad because i do think she has a great jaw she has paulini in the next round she beat her 6-1-6-1 the last time they played earlier this year in dubai so she has a great jaw and i really hope it was just maybe a little bit of the tension a little bit of the stress of not serving it out at 5-4 having eight match points and also having a great on the other side just feeling that champions mentality venus knows exactly how to compete in a match she knows exactly when to put on a bit, a bit of gas when to take out when to save energy when to bring in the intensity and madison can feel that and maybe i hope it was just the tension of the moment and nothing serious yeah, hope uh, gets a good night rest tonight and gets all healthy and back and ready to go we had another american save match points and win. We'll have those highlights coming up later on TC Live, plus Chanda Rubin's FanDuel Pick of the Day and a look at your favorite Hall of Famers before they got inducted in Newport. We're going to turn back the clock later in the show. Stay with us. You're watching TC Live. Andy, Andy, and Steve back on TC Live. A reminder, next week, Tennis Channel brings you live coverage from the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati. Don't miss the combined 1,000-level event featuring a star-studded field. It all begins next Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern, part of the summer in the cities. First, we head back to Toronto. Brandon Nakashima beat Yuri Lehechka twice in the next-gen finals, Andy, but this is where it really counts, Roddick. Yeah, it's been a it's been a different year. It ain't, it ain't 2022 anymore for for Nakashima. Struggled a little bit this year. Lahetchka has has had some progress, but that one, listen, throwing a couple of chumley slices in the middle of the court, those are going to get dealt with uh, at this level. But when you get into tiebreakers. This is where the confidence really shows out, Steve. And Lahechka has played well this year, puts this one away. Confident for him there to finish it off. Uh, Nakashima still searching for that form where he wins one, two, three matches in a row. Uh, but Lahechka moving on. The Czech will get the three seed Kasper Rude next as we take a look at Chandler Rubin's FanDuel results for the year. 36 and 18. What a record. And how about the upgraded avatar? I know Chanda's going to love to see that. The hair looks fantastic. So let's see Chanda Rubin's FanDuel pick of the day for Tuesday. 
She is a queen herself, and she's going with fellow royalty, Queen Wen. Zheng Qin Wen, she's taken over Marta Kostyuk. Now, both have won their maiden WTA titles this season, Petco. What do you think about this pick? Well, I normally agree with Chanda 100%. Today, I'm going to drop it down to 99. And the reason is, last week, I liked Marta Kostyuk's form a bit better. Made the quarters, beat Garcia and Andrescu to tough wins. And Zhang, she lost to Madison Keys, played a good first set, but lost intensity completely and concentration in the second. So I'm going with Marta Kostyuk in this one. All right, Zhang is the favorite in this matchup. That's who Chan is going with. Petko's going Kostyuk. We'll let you know what happens tomorrow. Still to come on the show, J.J. Wolf, the magic mullet. It's all on display in Canada. <laughs> Hoping to gain a lot of points on the summer hard courts. Face paint, too. He's got it all. <laughs> Petkovic, Roddick Weissman back on TC Live in Toronto. J.J. Wolf making his main draw debut here facing Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Told Prakash he was trying to smile more on the court, and, well, he had a lot to be happy about today, Andy. Yeah, I kind of smile more when he comes with the matching sunscreen to shorts ratio, but he didn't come to play early, Steve. Davidovich Fokina running through this first set. You don't see a lot of 6 O's. Uh, on tour, especially on a quickish court with J.J. Wolf, normally likes those type of conditions. But Davidovich Vakina was rock solid, consistently just asked the question uh, uh, of J.J., what are you going to do to win points? And unfortunately for J.J., the answer was not much. Uh, Davidovich Vakina throwing bombs flat out wide on the serve, Steve. If he has that going, not a lot to be done with J.J. And that sounds... You can find something a little bit better. <laughs> Spaniards moving on, eighth Masters win of the season. How about Tommy Paul, career-high 14 in the world, facing former top tenor Diego Schwartzman for the first time. Andy, this one would go the distance. Yeah, you know, Schwartzman's never going to quit. If Paul comes out of the gates hot, gets up an early break, and is able to close out that first set. But if we know one thing about Diego, he is not going to go away. He is going to play that field. I love the kind of hold on that. Gets Paul to commit line and then flips it cross court. Uh, but Tommy Paul really locked down late in his third set. Had a great pass for the break. You know that feels great. Work is not done. Schwartzman is going to make you work for it when serving it out. But Paul played a great game to serve. Puffed out a win. A win that leads to momentum. Made the quarters here last year. Two breaks in that final set to advance back to the ladies in Montreal. The continued return of Jen Brady taking on Yelena Ostapenko. Andrea, last time they met in 2021, Brady's final match before her recent comeback. This was a wild one. This was a wild one, and this is an Ostapenko scoreline, if I've ever seen an Ostapenko scoreline, because Jenny Brady manages to grind out that first set, wins at 7-6, in the first set, but then look at this, 0-6, oopsies, Ostapenko <laughs> closed her eyes, swung just a little bit harder, and she had match points. She was up 6-4 in that third set tiebreaker, she was up 4-1 in the third set, but Jenny Brady still has the competitive spirit, still has the game, and hits an ace. And what a comeback, not only today, but in general, after two years of injury absence. She's back, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, that, that forehand is magical. Such power. Jen Brady moving on. She gets Elena Rabakina next. Right now on Tennis.com, 
a lot to see. Lucky loser, now Havino, winning singles and doubles in a rain-delayed Prague Open. Our guy Zach Cohen brings his U.S. Open futures bets. And Steve Tigner on the women's big three reunited in Montreal. Time now to see what's trending on social media. A great Insta account called Tennis Club Vintage providing us with some <laughs> vintage photos. Roddick already laughing. Who do we have here, Andy? Well, that's Guga Quirin. I mean, that guy could dodge raindrops, couldn't he, Steve? And then obviously a young, a, a, a young Serena Williams. The, but the this is uh, th this is the anti Prakash. <laughs> he, he, he wants he wants some French Opens though, Steve. A little a little different. Yeah, he did. Well, what do you make of this one, Petco? Well, back in the days, clearly you didn't need muscles to win the French <laughs> Open because what what is happening here? What is what have you done, Guga? What is going on? He's got a six pack. He's got a six pack, right? Oh, oh. I, oh. All right. Speaking oh, of six packs, our, our guy Double A, Andre Agassi, just maxing, relaxing, chilling on the court. I have to say, I love these type of photos because what are we doing here? Like, we just pulled out a thing on the court right after we hit a few balls and they are laying around and then you're just sitting. There. Like, what is happening in this picture on clay, on gray clay? Like, just so many things going on at the same time. Steve, this is this is actually unfair to me. You know that I can't say anything bad about Andre. He's my idol. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I do agree. Like, there is someone on that shoot right there, on that photo shoot, who goes, you know what would make this shot? Let's <laughs> wheel out a chair. Let's wheel out a chair. Let's have him cross over. Let's do, let's do the Heisman pose also. But I, I love Andre. I can't say anything bad about him. It images everything, and I love this image. Could, right. Couldn't love it yeah. anymore. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Who's this guy? Oh, that's Is painful. this an well, Abercrombie like Finch model, or uh, what are we looking at? Uh, so back then, you definitely segments. didn't do push-ups. Uh, that's clear. But neither Guga nor okay. Andy have any kind of okay. <laughs> thing going on hey, around listen, here. I'll I'll trade the thing. Listen, listen. My eyes are up here, Petco. Okay, let's look at my eyes. Okay, uh, but you know what I. <laughs> You know what I wish? I would trade, like, whatever this is, whatever the, the, the feels that pet goes. Steve, look at the lettuce. Oh my, it that, is that glorious. Next it level. is absolutely glorious. <laughs> I will, listen, you can make fun of the lack, lack of muscles all day. I'll take the lettuce for the win. That is, that is a good-looking young man. Do you remember where this is? Where, where'd you take that, that was photo? In, that was in Key Biscayne, regrettably. That yep. was in Key Biscayne, regrettably. <laughs> Good, good to, you know, flash back to, to the olden days. Tuesday schedule, we are live on Tennis Channel starting 11 a.m. Eastern. Bally's and T2 at 1 p.m. Eastern. TC Live, the gang back to break it all down at 11 p.m. And encore coverage all night long. More after this on TC Live. Oh, it's a beauty right there. <laughs> okay, we get it. <laughs> also, what about... It is that time. Hot shot of the day, Roddick. Raonic, Tiafo. This was a spectacular point. Yeah, and I, I know we think it's going to be the passing shot, Steve, but this was the hot shot, the two-handed fight-off, which led to this one, which got the people going. It's like they couldn't decide. We wanted Chipper or Milos, but that was pretty good stuff also. But check out the two-handed stick save here, Steve. Kind of gave up on the point, and then you know when he's in flight, 
He's going to come up with something great. If I know anything, Eddie Roddick loves a good stick save. That is for sure. Love a stick save. Love a stick save. Look at Tuesday's featured matches. we got Sebi Corda in action. The return of Caroline Wozniacki, Ben Shelton, Sloane Stevens, and more for a look ahead. We send it back to Danny and Prakash in Toronto. All right, Steve, Pete, you've got Alex Dumanor and Cam Norrie. Now they've played twice before. They've split those two previous head-to-head. -head. So what's going to happen on this third matchup? Well, that win that Cam got was early this year at the United Cup on hard courts. Got him 3-3. Three and three, But Dumanor's just been coming in with slightly better form. He made the final in Los Cabos. Cam Norrie lost earlier this year after making the final there last year. And... Uh, Dimitro just seems to have a few more matches under his belt, but Cam has been playing well at the bigger events, so it's going to be a tough one to call. I may go with the upset. Ooh, looking forward to all the action here on Tuesday and hopefully a much drier day north of the border. Thanks, Danny Prakash. Our FanDuel match preview is the one y'all just talked about, and Alex Dimonor is favored to win this one. As they mentioned, Nori won the most recent match at the United Cup earlier this year. Ranked five spots higher, 13 in the world, but Demonor made the final last week and Nori lost in the first round. Right now, customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to start making every moment more. Andy, are you surprised that Alex Demonor is favored in this matchup against Cam Nori? No, I mean, there's a recency bias uh, with the betting lines, and I think this one's actually right. You know, I don't think there's much between them, but 55-45, if it's a popcorn match, you go with the person who's who's in form, who has had more matches, and, and Demonor has certainly been that guy uh, kind of over the last two months in comparison to, to Cam Nori. Nothing would surprise me, but I think I'd lean Demonor also. How do these two match up? I would also lean with Deminor. I just think that in the end, form counts more than a match played a bit uh, ago. And also, it was at United Cup. I understand that players really cared about it. There was a lot of emotion going on. But it is not a regular tournament. It is not uh, something... It's just a different kind of tension. It's not exactly the type of tension you feel during a tournament. So I'm leaning Deminor as well. All right. We're, we're, all, going, we're all going demon on this one. Uh, our own Caroline Wozniacki making her return... First match since January 2020. She's a mama now, got two kids, taking on a qualifier, Kimberly Burrell. By the way, Caroline Wozniacki is favorite to win this <laughs> match. What, what do you expect to see from Carol? Uh, well, I think Caroline is a very smart woman. I think she thought this comeback through. I think she's feeling great in her body, and she knows she can do it. I don't think she would be somebody just to come back because she can. I think she really thought it through. So I'm expecting her to play really well, actually. And it's just a question of lack of match play. We saw today with Milos, you can still get away with the win, but you, you will see some uh, nervous moments maybe. But I, I would almost agree that she's the favorite to win. I don't know why, but I played her a few times, and I would always put her the favorite, well, at least you, against me. What do you think, Eddie? Three and a half years coming. Yeah, I, I think the difference is Rayonich is it, it can hold serve even if the fitness isn't there. I don't know that uh, Carol has the same luxury. And, and let's be honest, this is a great draw. She needs to get her reps in right. She wants those extended rallies. She's someone who needs the rhythm of points to kind of build them. Isn't going to go and just blow someone off the court. But this is a nice, nice opening match.
for her to kind of get her pace. She's going to want those tough rallies. She's going to want those uh, extended plays. She's going to want to work the ball in and out of the corner and test her legs, right? Getting in and out of those corners. She needs to rely uh, on her legs to win matches. So this is going to be fascinating to watch. But listen, we're all better for having Carol back in the game. We love her behind the microphone, but it's exciting to see her back on the court. Carol, we will be rooting you on. Best of luck in this match. And you know what happens when you work at Tennis Channel. You blow up on the court. I mean, Big Bang's getting to the quarterfinals. <laughs> well, Wozniacki may win the whole thing. Who knows? Andy, Andy, and Steve, we'll, we'll be back with you tomorrow on TC Lab. Can't break us up. And how about Milos Raonic, the Canadian doing big things in Toronto? Our coverage from Canada continues after this.